Hi there, it's Amber Dawn Goldmorn. It is Wednesday, the 21st of August, 2013, approximately 9.26 a.m. And uh, I'm recording this with somebody in the room, so I, I tried this once already. I sound a bit different. I guess I have a different voice for when people are around me. I think I sound a little strained, actually. Ah, the anxious part of me. But I'm going to give this a go anyway. The subject for today is internet for the whole world. Good idea or bad idea? I, I know it immediately sounds like a great idea. Um, why shouldn't the whole world have internet? You know, currently there are about, oh, I don't know, they're guessing that uh, uh, lots of people don't have the internet. Something like... 500 billion or something. I don't know. No, that sounds ridiculous. How much? Let me look. I guess I should so-call fact-check. Yeah, 5 billion, not 500 billion. Could you imagine? Sorry about that. <laughs> 5 billion is what they're guessing. People don't have the internet. And uh, there's this thing called internet.org that was uh, launched and it's about uh, bringing the internet. Every one of us, everywhere, connected. Um, I hate to talk about it again, but the CEO of uh, Facebook is part of this. He, um, he's part of this to get, bring internet access to the whole world. And yes, that's part of why I think bad idea. Okay, let me, let me kind of explain myself. First, I want to say, yeah, I, I, I don't think that anybody is better than anybody else, regardless of economic or uh, location or any status. Um, nobody should be denied the basics and essentials and necessities of life. And yeah, internet is pretty high up there, especially, especially here. I mean... Not having the internet or a good computer system or a laptop at home has definitely impacted the lives of students, kids in school, in public schools, in any school, let alone college and university. You are really set back if you do not have an adequate computer and internet service. Um, in low-income households here in, in Canada, let alone in the States, um, there are, there's a high percentage of households that do not have the internet because of uh, no computer equipment or no money for uh, the internet. And as somebody who was on a low income up until very recently, uh, I could not afford internet every month. If I, if I did go for that, I would have to do without food or something. So... Um, I could not afford internet. Thankfully, I did have a neighbor that um, let me um, let me into his Wi-Fi because now net, nowadays every usually everybody's got their internet locked up. Uh, years and years ago, they, you usually could find people with open networks, but now no. Um, so I'm saying I couldn't afford it, and thank goodness I wasn't a student because it would be a lot more difficult. I would have to um, use the computers uh, on site. But this is, this is definitely a barrier. It's um, a big barrier. But over here, this is what I, get, I don't get. Um, they're saying in this initiative that they're going to bring 
internet to the whole world because of, for um, them to have uh, better uh, opportunities and all that sort of thing. They couldn't even bring affordable internet over here in, in Canada or in the States. Access is not available to all. Certainly not. We c it's not affordable. Even with the low cost of nine ninety nine a month, um, some homes that are on, let's say, $1,000 a month or so, there's no way in heck that they can afford that cost, let alone the computer system to be able to even do it. So I have some questions about how, how on earth they think they're going to make Internet affordable to everybody. Um, I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. So let's go back to this internet.org. Uh, I figured right away that this would be an, a thing for econ it's an economic thing. Uh, it, somebody wants to make money. Now Zuckerberg says that uh, they aren't going to make any money um, for a while in the press release, but I think the goal is to make money. If you hear about anybody going throughout the world trying to give something to people, it's usually because they want to take something. That sounds really cynical of me, but it tends to be what motivates uh, decisions like this. So the quote on the page for by the United Nations Human Rights Council report says, The Internet boosts economic, social, and political development and contributes to the progress of humankind as a whole. As somebody who loves the internet, despite my bashing of Facebook, um, I do love the internet. It has been a place for me. Uh, I've had my homepage uh, on LiveJournal since, you know, since websites became passe. Oh, GeoCities. Anyway, I've had my LJ as my homepage for a lot of years, since the mid-2000s, whatever they're called. I've had the same website, and that's where I put my social links, my videos, my voice posts, my writings, my live journal um, posts that are normal diary posts, some favorite links. That's where I go every single day. That's where I start. I have benefited from being able to connect to friends, make new friends. Every single one of my long-term relationships has been started on the internet. Not intentionally, but that's just how it's worked for me. Since I was 20 years old or 19, 20, um, that's where my first long-term relationship came from. So I can't say that it's not beneficial to me. Uh, it certainly has given me opportunities to meet people uh, with common interests. And uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's helped me feel less alone. It's helped me through darkest times of my um you know, I do see the benefits of the internet. I, I can't say that I don't, because I do. So the video on internet.org has kids playing, people doing stuff, uh, activities, um, the beautiful scenery, beautiful landscape. Uh, and what I see in this video is not, yes, let's bring them internet, but was like, why can't we have that here? We don't have that here. We don't have those moments. We don't have as many scenic moments or people gathered together um, doing things together like that and engaged and socially interacting on such a level. We don't really have that over here. Um, you can in the bigger cities. Um, but here, 
this doesn't happen too often. And I'm seeing this and going, well, I wish that we were like that. I mean, that's where I think there's a benefit. If you open up the internet to other parts of the world, we'll finally get to see what it's like. We have a lot of myths and preconceived notions. We could see. But see, it's, it's a, it's a two-sided mirror. They'll be able to see us. What are they going to think when they see us? Well, hopefully some people think um, that they have it better. I'm sure other people will think when they see us that we're a sick society. We're just kind of messed up with our first world problems. And I do worry about the Facebook problem. The Facebook, I know I've already gone on and on about Facebook, and I swear I don't have a hate on for it, but you know how everyone on Facebook, often we have this uh, competition thing going on. Some people, do, it's it's documented people feel worse looking at their Facebook news feed, um, looking at how great other people's lives are, and, and you also judge people in a way that seems really unkind to yourself as well as others. Well, think of that going that way. What, what are they supposed to, see, to think about us? I see the benefit, though, in places like YouTube. Not the main page, but uh, the vloggers and the um, the creative minds that will be able to shine if they have access to stuff like YouTube. Because we could see their world, and they could show us theirs in a way that isn't um, filtered by the news or mainstream media or um, various things that cloud our perception. I guess I, I'm these. Um, the thing that bothers me a little bit as, about this as well is I think it's for economic reasons. I think what's going to happen is we're going to have more exploitation, um, and I, I'm not going to get into the whole romance scams thing, which if you haven't heard of romance scams, um, there's stuff like the Nigerian scam and such. People will be scammed for money, um, whether in relationships or uh, through various other scams. People are often preyed upon in that way for money, and often it's coming out of uh, areas, and it's a job for people. Um, they go to work, they clock in, and they write you love emails. And um, kind of uh, vulnerable people have fallen prey to this. And I, I've, I've known a few. Um, well, there's other jobs going on now, too. One of the jobs is uh, you have people sitting at a computer, making profiles, clicking like. For every thousand likes, they get a dollar. And these likes are used to um, in social media to for businesses and such that are paying to have that influx to make their brand look better. Um, and y you can read up on that if you want. That's kind of interesting. Of course, likes affect um, perception of consumers, and uh, that's a that's a, a thing. Um, I feel that the people are being exploited who do that. Yeah, they have a job, but it's a it's a shitty job if you ask me. And um, I think we're going to see more labor. Um, this is sort of what I see this as is not we're bringing internet for the whole world, but um, a CEO saying we're opening for business. We are getting on the ground and we are going to open for business. 
that's what I see. Um, but I could be cynical, but I, I think that's something. Considering we haven't been able to achieve everything even over here with the mindset of making it so that um, everybody has equal access to the knowledge network, the knowledge um, of the internet. Facebook is hardly knowledge anymore. Um, uh, anyway, that's sort of how I'm feeling with this, because we've already failed in low-income urban communities. Um, we just aren't doing what we should do. You know, I get caught up, though, in the excited feeling, too. I, uh, I guess it's been about a year or so. I watched... Um, there was some sort of uh, computers put in... I don't know... There, a very, was it India? I, I don't know. You know, I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about, but there was this initiative to bring internet access and computers to young minds in a, in a very, very poor neighborhood of uh, another country. And uh, it was to help inspire the, the young minds and Stuff like that just doesn't go very far. And it's not, it's, it's, it's not just because of that. There's other factors that are barriers. Um, there are barriers here as well. So um, I guess I just worry about what is the real purpose of this. Is it to bring us all together? Will it improve social lives? Well, in that video for internet.org, I just see so much better. <laughs> I know it's what they're showing us, but... I see so much better a uh, way of life between people than what we have here. I think that there's other issues they should go in. If they're bringing in the internet, brand new, also bring in, um, tell people about the physical damages to health. You know, that uh, going to a sedentary lifestyle is really going to be um, a change to their culture. Different things like that. Also, how fast will their internet be? Will it be adequate enough to stream YouTube videos and uh, um, make creative things and access everything that they should? Or is it just going to make it so that they can do a job there that is going to benefit corporations that come in and exploit? Um, relationships, definitely been a benefit for me with the internet, but um, as I said, it's it's also makes for a lot of scams. So 2.4k shares so far on Mashable. No, 2.6k. It's going up and up and up for the Mashable link for um, the hashtag connect the world um, for every one of us for the internet. Only 2.7 billion people have internet access with internet adoption growing by less than 9% annually. Internet.org aims to bring the other two-thirds of the world's population online. There's some, you know, there's some good people behind it, but their goals, efficient, efficient use of data, making internet access affordable, and helping businesses create new business models and services which will drive internet access. They also want to deploy internet access in undeserved underserved areas for smartphones. You know, smartphone um, usage has gone up, especially among students over here, because many can't afford the computer systems and internet that they need for school. So they're using their smartphones for a lot of their schoolwork and getting pushed behind. Um, 
you'll see that a lot because not everybody can afford a brand new computer or um, the adequate internet usage over here. They haven't solved that problem over here. How are they going to make it a good policy over there? Everybody deserves to be connected. Well, yeah, we're probably all going to be connected, which brings me to this other point. I think what we're going to see is the more the world gets connected, we're going to see no internet zones become popular. There's going to be a couple different internet zones. No internet zones will happen when there's um, disasters. That really affects infrastructure, especially internet. Um, and war-torn areas have no internet uh, happen to them a lot. And um, as extremely poor areas. But I think what we'll find is there'll be no internet zones, not done by hipsters, but by the rich. They'll be like a resort, a place to go to. Um, maybe our last bit of wildlife land, who knows. But these no internet zones are going to become popular retreats, if they haven't already. The reason why I think that's so is because we're going to see even more and more of a backlash increase of um, people who are tired of being connected all the time, um, whether it's through work or family or friends or um, anytime you're out. I mean, we've already seen some things done like this where people put their phones in the middle of the table when they're out to eat so that nobody's on their phones, though you rarely see it. But people are trying. I think we're going to see more and more people want to get away because every part of your life can be scrutinized now through technology. And uh, as more and more people continue to get in trouble over that or feel the pressure, I think, I think we're going to have more and more no internet zones happen or a few of them. Um, that's just a guess. I don't know. Maybe I should Google search it. No internet resorts. Let's see. Digital detox vacations. Check your iPhone at the hotel door. Oh, that's the only thing I saw. Oh, when is that? Um, that's in 2011. See, I'm always behind. Internet uh, vacation. It blurs the lines between personal, family, and work time. For some, these boundaries are difficult to manage with constant internet access, and this can lead to dissatisfaction in other aspects of our lives. Huh. The Caribbean country St. Vincent and the Grenadines, made up of 32 islands and says, and case, nine of which are inhabited, is all about getting away from it all. In fact, the royal couple is rumored to be honeymooning. One of their favorite vacation spots. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, sorry, I'm reading while uh, I'm just curious. I think, though, something like this is going to happen. Maybe there'll be, um, Probably should do my research before I talk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But we, we, this should be interesting to see what happens. I like the positive potential that the internet has for people. I just worry about the exploitation factor. Um, when I look at this video, as I said, on internet.org, I see a lifestyle in many places that we would 
envy to have. And I know it seems uh, ironic to be doing this while I'm using an internet app on my phone, while I'm looking at the internet, enjoying the internet. I understand, I understand the irony, but um, sometimes I, I think, uh, is this really better off? It doesn't feel that way. I feel very fortunate, but I also feel that um, it has affected my life and other people's lives in, in some somewhat of a negative way. I have a friend who um, posted about um, whether people get greeting cards anymore. Um, I think she's missing that. Uh, she used to get greeting cards, especially on birthdays. You remember that? I, I'm still of the generation where I have a whole bunch of greeting cards in my um, room that I've saved since childhood. And I used to love that. That and long phone calls with, with very close friends, with my best friends that I had. I really liked long phone calls and snail mail. And uh, cards now, people stop doing... I guess I noticed early on the um, e-cards were popular for a while there. Gosh, they're tacky. And then definitely with Facebook... Um, if you have your birthday listed on there, you get a whole bunch of birthdays and you see people's birthdays and you wish them happy birthday. If you take off your birthday, you're going to notice a sharp decline in how many birthday wishes you get. Because most people don't remember anymore. Remember address books? People had address books and they'd write the address and birthdays. I mean, actual on paper and you'd have phone numbers. Uh, many people would lose their contacts if something happened to their cell phone. They wouldn't know the numbers of many of the people that are closest to them. Birthdays, I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't know their friends' birthdays, even their closest friends online. Is this a terrible thing? I, I don't think it's earth-shattering, but I think it's definitely affecting um, the way people interact and how they feel about their relationships to one another. The shallow aspect of it is a mixture of shallowness and laziness. We've we become kind of, it's so much easier to just click happy birthday for people than it is to put a little more thought into it. And now it's to the point where so-and-so isn't wishing you happy birthday. You're not going to wish them a happy birthday in, in much more of an extravagant fashion and it's it's not just about happy birthdays though. I think I think people are feeling a bit um feeling the changes definitely. So how about you? Internet for the whole world. Good idea or bad idea? You sound like a jerk if you say it's a bad idea, don't you? I mean, you sound like a jerk if you say no, they shouldn't have internet. <laughs> it it just doesn't sound right to say that. But is not having internet the worst thing? It are are the way is the way that the internet is going to be brought to people truly going to be done in the way of bettering people's lives? I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot of inspiring videos at the start, either promotional videos by the corporations supporting this initiative, or actual. Excitement, you know, that excitement we all have when we get on something new. When we get a cool phone or when we get on a new network, 
like Facebook was for a while for many of us, when we get on a new site or when we're on something that just inspires us and we feel really excited about our new toy, we're going to see people using it positively. There's a lot of untapped creativity and potential and inspiration and great stories out there that need and want to be told. But I do worry about what's going to happen to those voices later. What is going to happen? We've been filtered through mainstream media for a long time. And this is allowing us, the internet allows us to sort of even that out and more of our voices are being heard. But I still worry about how it's going to, what is actually going to be heard when it comes down to it. And who, who's going to make a lot of money with this? Somebody's going to make a lot of money. Nothing is free. Nothing is free. Except what we already have. And what, what we, what we, make with one another um even that though takes work and uh we seem to be forgetting that so this post was uh this audio boo was a little bit weird for me i know i sound a little stressed i i'm going to therapy this afternoon <laughs> therapy woohoo um i'm a little uh nervous about that but uh it's good that i'm going also, it's a bit hot. It's, it's getting hot again, and I have the air conditioner off for making this post, and I have to say I'm quite uncomfortable, so I'm really looking forward to clicking uh, the stop button and turning on that air conditioner. I don't intend to talk about Facebook every day. Uh, it's just so happened that this story about internet.org, which you can go check out for yourself, um, just had me thinking, and of course, Mark Zuckerberg is right behind it. Internet access to everyone. Isn't that interesting, though? Internet access to everyone hasn't happened here. It hasn't happened here. So who's believing it that it's going to happen there? Again, why aren't we thinking about this stuff? What's going on? Why? But the benefits, I want to, you know what I want to see? I want to see the good parts of, I don't just want to see the good parts. I don't mean it that way. I want to see the good energy that comes out at first. I really want to see the inspiring stuff that will come out first. I'm wondering if the internet is truly given to everybody and people can truly show what their lives are like. If that, was really, ha if that really happens, what will, what will the reaction be? Um... How much will we get to see? Um, and what will those communities... What, what, uh, what will the payoff be for certain people involved? I'm, I'm just curious. So if you're curious too, take a look around uh, internet.org and um, see, see, see if you um, have, a, have an opinion about that. Uh, I'd love to hear it. You can message me at, uh, at Goldmorn on Twitter or uh, write me, G-O-L-D-M-O-U-R-N, Goldmorn, at gmail.com. Uh, if you have an opinion about this, I would, I would love to hear it, and I'll probably address it in the next post. Um, thanks for listening. I've, I've really enjoyed the feedback I've received on my previous um, audio booze. It's, uh, it's, it's great to um, have this way of talking. Again, I, I don't hate the internet. It's allowing me to do this, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. But um, 
I'm also uh, I, for for the purposes of full disclosure, I I've been able to pay for uh, this phone, um, the audio booth service, uh, the internet, a brand new computer, uh, an apartment with sufficient privacy. I mean, there's a lot of um, financial factors going into being able to enjoy the internet like I am. So I think that's something to take into account when um, voices like mine are heard. Uh, there's a lot of um, privilege now behind it. And I'm, I'm, I'm not in the, um, I'm barely above uh, a certain line of income. I'm still lo lower, lower, I think I'm lower middle class. Here I'm, I'm much more, I have, I'm higher up than I was in the big city, but I also had less income. But, you know, I'm, I'm not even, I don't even think I'm middle class economically. So um, this is my voice. Imagine, <laughs> you know, just imagine. Let's, let's, let's keep that in mind when we're reading our media and we're taking it all in and we're um, thinking about how uh, it is for other people. We, we, I think we just, there's a lot of voices not being heard and that will never be heard, no matter where you take the internet. Okay, well, take care, and I'll talk with you guys again, because I can't stop talking to myself. <laughs>